Hola, Fernando. I'm logging a dispatch from the south of France. My family came here to attend a wedding of dear friends. Actually, children of our dear friends. And guess what? What? They asked me to be the officiant. Can you all hear me? What's an officiant? <laughs> That's what I said when they asked me. Their wedding, I said I would be honored. I then said, what's an officiant? <laughs> and I've come to learn that an officiant is someone who, at least in my case, pretends to know what they're doing while having no official capacity to do it. So you married them? I didn't know you had the license. I don't. Fortunately, they had been legally married in Virginia. What we did here was perform the ceremony, and what a ceremony. We had maybe 150 people at this glorious old mansion overlooking the Mediterranean. It must have been a very international group, speaking lots of different languages. You're right, the groom's side were Iranian and Dutch, while the bride's side were multi-generation Americans having descended from Western European immigrants. Did you use some bots of bilingualism and try to speak some Farsi and Dutch? As a matter of fact, I welcomed everyone in Farsi, Dutch, German, French, Italian, and Spanish before going to English. Let's hear it. Okay, here goes. Welcome, welcome, and bienvenue, benvenuto, bienvenidos a todos, and welcome. We will soon be welcoming the wedding party. We'll be doing a future episode on what we call buds of bilingualism and the benefits that come from using a little bit of the local language. In any event, what I really wanted to tell our listeners about was the reporting that we've been doing this summer. We visited some of the top summer language immersion camps in the nation. That's when students go off to immersion camps and only speak only the target language, right? Yes, and they're generally very effective and very fun and potentially transformational for America. You'll remember Professor Guadalupe Valdez. Yes, we interviewed her at Stanford. And when I asked her what could make a real difference in the number of bilinguals in America, she thought for a second and said summer language camps, if they scaled up, might be a game changer. So I figured we should visit some of the top camps in America and learn what was going on. Steve, did you only visit camps in the U.S.? Well, we did go to one in Canada. We took the six-hour ferry from Portland, Maine to Yarmouth, Nova Scotia to visit a famed French immersion camp at St. Anne's College. Becky Rankin, our co-producer and French teacher, organized that trip and came with me, Lori, and our pup Chet. What a great trip that was. So when are we going to put together the episodes on these camps? It's on our schedule for this winter in time for people to, we hope, find programs for their own family members or themselves to attend next summer. Sounds great. And that's my dispatch from the field, amigo. Okay, host, so let me say hasta pronto from Oaxaca, Mexico. A bien a from Opio, France. I'm looking forward to coming home for more America the Bilingual this fall. Mm-hmm.